Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to Point of Insanity Game Studios Geekery in General Podcast. I am Al, and today it's time for another 8-bit flashback with Hillsfar for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Now some of you may remember many, many episodes ago, episode 16 to be precise, I did an episode about video games that were using Dungeons and Dragons and I was focusing mainly on some of the console games back in the you know like 80s 90s and there have been of course tons of video games based on Dungeons and Dragons now back in the early days in the, the 80s most of them were released for the the personal computers there were a few that made it to the Nintendo, and I think there was, I know there was at least one that made it to the Sega Master System. And one of the games I mentioned there was Pool of Radiance. And I actually did a, one of my first flashback episodes was about Pool of Radiance. And it was released by SSI, first for the computers, and then, of course, made it its way to the Nintendo Entertainment System. And SSI actually made quite a number of really good Dungeons and Dragons games back in the early 80s, late 80s, early 90s. The Pool of Radiance is the one that always comes to mind, though I know they also did Curse of the Azure Bonds. Eventually they took the engine they used and they made it into, uh, I believe they did at least one or two Buck Rogers games using the same engine. And they also did uh, a few of them based in Dragonlance as well. And since I didn't have a computer back then, at least not one that really was set up for gaming, I never actually played any of those computer games. I had a, some friends that had them, and I remember watching them play. So my only real taste of the SSI Dungeons & Dragon games back then where it was Pool of Radiance for the Nintendo. So go back and take a look at that episode if you have a chance. Of course, you can also view the video of it on YouTube, uh, just like you'll be able to see the video for this episode. Well, let's fire up Hillsfar and take a look at this game. So uh, it was released in like 92 for the NES, though the computer version actually came out quite a bit later, based in the Forgotten Realms, and oh yeah, listen to that rockin' 8-bit tune there. Again, for a game that was released in the early 90s, come on, they could have done a lot better with the music on this game. I mean, you have other games that were released around this time, and even earlier that had really, really good music, but the music in this game is actually kind of drab, what little music there is. So, anyways, let's, let's wait for the game to finish loading here. There we go. It actually had quite a long load time for an NES game. So, what we're going to do is we have to generate a character. Like the... Now, like the uh, Pool of Radiance game, you are limited to just the four basic classes, Fighter, Thief, Cleric, and Wizard, and you get the the same races too, except one thing that is kind of cool about this game is that when you 
create your character, you're not limited. So let's just choose an elf. And send, we have several different options here. We can be a fighter, a mage, a thief, a fighter mage, a fighter thief, a fighter mage thief, or a mage thief. Now, with this game, at least from the experience I had playing with it, you really want to be a thief, whether it's a single class or multi-class. Let's try something interesting here. Let's do a, a mage thief. So here's where we run into one of the same problems that you did when you were creating your character in Pool of Radiance. So uh, what the heck, let's just choose True Neutral. And uh, we'll just name him Al. Al is an awesome name. Oh, wait, that's that's my name. Okay, well, let's just name him Al because we're just doing a just a very simple demonstration of this game. And like in Pool of Radiance, after you've selected your race class, it just gives you a random set of uh, statistics. So here we've got Strength 10, Intelligence 16, Wisdom 18, Dex 16, Con 14, Charisma 14. Ah, what the heck? Let's try one more just to see what we get. Ooh, 18 strength, 15 intelligence, 10 wisdom, 9 dex, 15 con, 8 charisma. Uh, no. Okay, well, with this one I think he looks pretty good. Strength 15, intelligence 17, wisdom 9, dex 18, con 15, charisma 15. So, yeah, let's keep him. And it's a lot like Pool of Radiance where it can be kind of hit or miss because you know sometimes you might get a character that gets really good stats but gets really crummy hit points like i said i remember when i would try to create characters on pool of radiance there were times where you know i mean, let's say i was creating a fighter you know i got 18 something strength i got a you know a good dex a good con and then got like three hit points. So we're gonna keep this guy. So saving the character. Okay, so ride current character. Oops. Oh, I gotta load him. Oh, yeah, that's right. We gotta load him first. I currently have 19 hit points. I'm in my campsite. No, we don't want to enter because we just came from there. So here's where the game starts. We have a map of the Hillsfar region. Again, that big city is actually Hillsfar. So what you do is you choose where you want to ride. So this is what really sucks because the control is really delayed here. And what you're essentially doing is you're trying to ride your horse to the uh, the next destination. And come on, horsey. Oh, this. I said just the there we go there we go we're jumping now so basically as you're tr basically as you are riding to the next section or wherever you're going oh there we go eventually you make it and I'm at the city of Hillsfar well we're not gonna enter yet so now you see that I get different options so now I can choose other locations. So let's just try going to this whatever that is that's nearby. You know, at least they could have 
did some music here and oh this is what's so frustrating is that you know it's just the control on the jumping is delayed and Well, certainly no lack of excitement here. So let's enter the hut. And I have to explore the area before I am discovered. And here's why you really want to be a thief. And if I find a treasure chest... There. Okay. Will he pick it? Yes. So, now it turns to this little mini-game where you have to look at your lockpicks and try to find the one that is going to work. And you have to be careful because you, you put the wrong one in and it breaks and the the reason you really kind of want to be a thief is because uh, thieves i believe get a little bit extra time because for those of you who are time ran out because again you get only get so much time on that and i think you can go and try again but you can also try to open it oh okay don't try to open use physical strength Use a magic chime. Do I have a magic chime? I have not found a magic chime. So this is where the... Let's try physical strength. You find the gill near the round building in the... Okay, whatever. I guess I got a clue or something. But yeah, like I said, that's essentially how it works when you are finding the, the chests. You have that little mini game that triggers and you have to try to... Oh, I found a healing potion, which... I don't think there's an inventory in here that I can use to access it. I know there's also some traps as well where you might take damage or sometimes you, yeah, like here you get teleported somewhere else. And Listen to those sound effects. It's, it's like something you'd hear off of an Atari 2600 game. Okay, so now I got to try to find the exit. And this is what also what sucks. It's like... You know, you can't really fight the guys. It's like you get, you know, they, they come up to you and they start hitting you, and it's like they don't really give you a way to fight back. So, you know, even if, you know, I mean, okay, I'm a mage thief, so you, you'd think they'd at least give me the ability to try to cast, like, magic missile or sleep on the guard instead of trying to run away. And just, it's just the delay here. And again, you got to really kind of watch the... Uh, video to really kind of see how terrible it's programmed here in the the maze sections because it's like there's a little bit of delay when you're going from one screen to another and no I don't want to open the chest I want to get the heck out of dodge so I think when the time remaining expires you automatically get uh, teleported out, I think, and I stepped on a teleport trap. Okay. Again, the least they could have done is give you some way to fight the these people who are coming after you, but, you, you know, again, you don't. Essentially, it's... Oh, it, all the guards have been stunned, so I 
touched a magic scroll and that did something. Wait, is that the exit? It's too late. The guards are right outside. Okay, so what do I do now? Wait, is that the exit? Nope, that's just another teleport trap. So essentially, that's what a lot of the stuff that you're doing in the in these mazes are, is you're just trying to find treasure chests and not get killed. So, okay, they... Basically, the guards caught me, they take all my gold, and they throw me out. So I have... Okay, they didn't beat me up, at least. So we're not going to enter that hut. So we're going to go back to the city of Hillsfar here. So again, back to the horse riding segment, which... I, I believe you do have the option to get other horses. So I think when I was playing it once when I was a younger, you did have... You, there was like, you could get some horses that were faster and others that were better at jumping. And I know you got to be really careful because... As I recall, if you if your horse falls too many times, it gets spooked and it runs away. So then, hey, I ducked the bird. Cool. Um, so if your horse runs away, and, and this actually was kind of cool. So it's less than the hills far. If you your horse does get spooked and run away, you actually do get some options where you can try to find him. You can wait for passerby's. Uh, if I remember one time I was playing, I got uh, I waited for passerby's and I got picked up by a gang of bandits, and I used my charisma to actually talk my way out, so that was kind of cool. So here we are in the city of Hillsfar. Look at these awesome graphics, huh? So, you know, there's all these doors, basically, that you gotta try to, you know, that you, you find, and I'm, I'm not really sure what all the plot of this game is, because they really don't give you much of a plot, and then the city's divided into several segments, I think you're, there's areas where you can try to enter. But yeah, I mean, it's really kind of hard to tell. I mean, you just have to try to... No. Oh, this control stinks in this game. Now, there are a few points of interest. I know that there is somewhere around here... Yeah, there, actually, you can see it right over there to the left. There's a coliseum where you can get into... Uh, fights to win gold and XP, I think. And then I I know there's also another, the Fighters Guild. So that's on my left, which is over there. I'm trying to search. Okay, no, I don't. Let's go into the Fighters Guild. Oh, no, I no, I don't want to try to enter the Fighters Guild. Because I, I think there's also like some sort of archery range that you can go to where uh, the Colise the Arena... So, you get to fight Lefty, the one-handed, the left-handed orc. And it's like, yeah, I... And it's been so long since I played this game, I don't remember the actual uh, controls. You know, just kind of mash buttons, and it's like, I think... It's like one button blocks, and then, hey, I beat him. I did not expect to do that, so... <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, let's quaff a healing potion. Okay, what the heck, let's fight again. And I think you get progressively... Yep, now the Minotaur. The Red Minotaur, no one knows his name. 
So, okay, this was bad. Uh, I, I, I think the Minotaur is the only... the only, uh other enemy I've ever fought, so not really sure what comes after uh, the Red Minotaur. I don't know, probably an ogre or something. Okay, I've been defeated. So I guess that's it then. You, yeah, you get thrown out. and <sighs> So like I said, I guess, I guess that's one of the things that, you know, is really kind of frustrating about this game is sometimes you really don't know what you're supposed to do. I mean, I, I think you're just trying to rob the the guy who... the mayor of Hillsfar or something, and... No, I don't want to open these doors! <laughs> Again, you guys gotta really check out the, the video that's gonna be on YouTube to just see how horrid this game is. So, okay, a tavern. Okay, can we go in the tavern? Oh, it's on my right side, duh. Okay, so the Hydra's Den Tavern. So you get to do a very little bit of role playing, pretty much just try to look for gossip, and then you know, I guess okay, let's try to hide in shadows. I overhear a conversation. The arena has a secret escape route. Let's leave the tavern. And other than that, I think there's a couple other points of interest in the in the town here. I mean, it's pretty much divided into, like, I think, four sections. And then um, the Shrine of Tempest. Yeah, Tempest. That actually appeared in the Pool of Radiance, too. So, Magic Shop. Yeah, I said I don't really have any gold. So, yeah, I think this building in the center, that's supposed to be where you're supposed to do something, I guess, but... See if we can break open the door to the castle! Oh, trap cost me four hit points. But, yeah, it's probably not really much. I've made a very foolish mistake. I have expired. A moment of silence for my poor mage uh, thief here, so... Well, that's just a little look at uh, Hillsfar for the NES. Like I said, not exactly a, a very memorable game, and just the play control was pretty bad. As far as I recall, there wasn't really much direction, so I don't know. It's one of those games that I think could have been executed a little better. I, I mean, it. I've never played the actual computer version, so not sure how that compares to the NES version, but I think we're going to call this episode to a close, so I'd like to thank you all for joining us. Uh, again, you can listen to the audio on poigamestudio.podbean.com. Download it on iTunes, and of course you can go to Point of Insanity Game Studio on YouTube if you'd like to watch the video for this episode. So with that said, I'd like to thank you all for listening, and have a good morning, or evening, or afternoon. Whatever it is, wherever you are, and happy gaming.